Cinema Vino is brought to you by Audible. Do you want to take a deeper dive into what you love? I'm a Beatles fanatic, and I love to hear Alfred Molina read Bob Spitz's biography about the world's greatest rock band. Spitz's writing is crisp and easy to follow, and his exhaustive research puts you in the room for key moments in Beatle history. Todd, have you ever heard of a book series called Dune? I've heard vaguely do, of it. Do you know how many sequels there are? There's like... 10 or 20,000. There are a lot. With Audible, you gain access to these plus thousands of audiobooks and podcasts across a wide variety of genres. Pretty awesome. Uh, you can download or access all the titles you want, plus keep one title per month. Download the Audible app and you can listen at home, in the car, or pretty much anywhere life takes you. Sign up for a free 30-day trial to experience all the perks of membership, plus receive a free title just for signing up. Visit audibletrial.com slash cinemavino to get your free 30-day trial. That's audibletrial.com slash cinemavino. And welcome back yes. to Cinema Vino. Hey. It's going to be another special mini episode we're going to do talking about Lord of the Rings. Rings no Sean in this one. So if any super fans, go ahead and log off. Sean is long gone. Well, but he'll be back someday. I mean, yeah. no, he's coming back. Yeah. He's not fucking dead. Sean will return. I mean, we hope. Well, what we know of. Yeah. Well, no. Yeah. No, we're not sure, but I think that the true king will return someday. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, so we're going to talk about Rings of Power. Rop. On, on Amazon. Rop. Um, and we're going to drink a little, uh, um, I believe this is Oregon Pinot. Yeah. Bolly the Beast. Um, I chose this one just because the label reminded me of the second episode, so... Uh, hmm. Which features an underwater sea creature. So, oh, spoiler alert for Taylor. I don't. Jeez. I, I, I I will be just fine. Okay. Yeah. Taylor's seen episode one, but not two. So yeah. Travis and, yep. and I've seen. But, but we know this. We're we're going into both two. Yeah. So spoilers. Spoilers abound. For both yes. uh, episodes of Rop. So proceed with caution. And uh, yeah, Amazon Prime. So um, they were saying one benefit of the show is that a lot of people have Amazon Prime, so they'll be able to watch it. So it's, yep. a lot of people have the built-in subscription. Uh, quick rundown. Um, this is based on um, snippets of Lord of the Rings and the appendices. Um, the showrunners do not have the rights to the Cimmerillion. Am I saying that right? I, yeah, I think so. I, which is weird because that's all I thought that this was based on. Yeah, was that's, all the weirdness. That's the extra stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's, yeah, they only have uh, access to Hobbit. The Lord of the Rings trilogy and the, and the appendices, appendices that are at the end of the trilogy. It's what snippets they can pull out of that and build a story on. Um, so this will apparently go for five seasons. God damn. They have pretty My much, apologies. <laughs> <laughs> they have preordained that they've kind of already imagined the end point of the series. Yeah. So they also had to um, they had to pay the Tolkien estate. Enough as if they were going to do five yeah. seasons. They had to pay the toll. Yes. Yeah, the exactly. toll control. The troll toll. <laughs> Metal The cave troll. <laughs> um, this takes place during the Second Age. So this is thousands of years before the, uh, the original books. Yeah. Uh, Game of Thrones nor uh, like Lord of the Rings, they don't give you a year number as far as I know. Yeah. Just They're a just long like, time. This was a yeah. long ass time ago. We're like, all right, cool. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Huh. Um. And so this basically covers the events that will set up the Lord of the Rings trilogy. Basically, Sauron's rise to power, uh, the forging of the rings of power, the alliance of elves and men, um, 
it features a few f- familiar characters from the books who are essentially immortal elves like Galadriel. The, uh, what? Galadriel. Galadriel? Galadriel. Galadriel. Yeah. <laughs> it's Oklahoma, man. Give me, give me that one more time. <laughs> yeah. so, Galadriel? Galadriel. 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 Uh, okay. I've been saying it wrong all these years. Yeah. Really? So, yeah. You saw the movies. I know. It's like, it's weird. I'm not going to give you too much shit. But, you know. N- that's a lie. <laughs> Um, for World of Warcraft people's eyes said Pandarians one time, and well, I've never lived that down. At least that's how Peter Jackson in that film, because it could be Galadriel or <laughs> it could be Galadriel, whatever. Yeah, and he's got a weird Kiwi accent though, so that's everything true. sounds weird. Mm-hmm. It's like running it through one of those like graders where it's like it looks completely different when it comes out. Yeah, yeah. So that's a Kiwi accent. And Elrond is the other one. Elrond, Elrond. Hubbard. Um, so yeah, it features Elrond, who was played by Hugo Weaving in the original, and then Galadriel, played by Kate Blanchett, uh, in the original, now are played by different actresses. Um, it's a Welsh actress playing Galadriel. I could not pronounce her name because it's Welsh and it is, has a lot of consonants in it. So mm. I could not do it. Mm. Uh, features a lot of disparate races, but it, with different looks than what they had in the original uh, trilogies, which has been a source of controversy, even though apparently uh, Tolkien spells out that these like particular hobbits had darker skin in the books. So the Harfoots, yes, yes, and it's like people are pissed for some reason. They're like why. precursors to hobbits, basically, yeah. or a different, you know, cast. Not not a cast, but you know, offshoot, basically. Yeah, yeah. part of the family tree, but a different branch mm-hmm. of it. The nerds are pissed just because that's what nerds do. Yeah. They rage. Yeah, they're they're upset about um, yeah dark skin hobbits or dwarves. And I, I Sean, I will say before this sent us a meme that said the the true Lord of the Rings fans all they're upset about is that the female dwarves don't have beards. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> there are no dwarf women, but it's like I mean I would put out there that if you're pissed about dark skin hobbits, you need to find a hobby. Yeah, a hobbit. Yeah, you, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Build a ship in a bottle, you know. Build, get paint my numbers, do bonsai trees, you know. Go and paint your face. Go find something to do, you know. Get yourself a hobby if you're if this works you up. I mean, I get it because in the books there's some of like the, the men of the East or something are, uh, I guess, I, I, I don't know. I, I've read the books, but I, I understand where they're coming from. But still, just we can calm down. Yeah. Um, so basically that's what I've got here. These are my notes. This was greenlit by Jeff Bezos, uh, who is a huge Lord of the Rings fan. And so he basically said, whatever, how many ever zeros I have to put on a check is what we're going to do. And so what's the number they purchased the rights to do this from the Tolkien estate for $250 million. Beans and crumpets. I was actually going to say that's it. Because, I mean, like... That's, that's just right. And, again, they don't own the Cimmerillion, which is the new real estate for story. They just own the rights to the original books. Yeah. So and they're not rehashing the Peter Jackson films. They can't remake so the movies. Like, yeah. So that... Okay. Oh, they, is that part of it? They can't remake the movie? Well, it's like they, they're not going to. I mean, yeah. they, they can't... It's not a legal thing, but it's like you're not going to remake Peter Jackson's movie. Yeah, they're right. Yeah. Um, so you can absolutely fucking remake The Hobbit, though. As one movie. Yes, or two, whatever. If you got to break it into two, I'm fine. But you are not going to give me another fucking 30 minute barrel scene. <laughs> you're, poor you're, dwarfs. Mad, you're mad about Bjorn. I'm mad about Bjorn. Uh, I'm mad about you. <laughs> God damn it. 
<laughs> so anyway, I've got my thoughts. I want to hear your guys' thoughts. Tay, you've seen the first episode, so I want to hear yours. Yes. Um, I fucking love it. Um, it kind of goes back to what I was talking about with um, House of Dragon, Game of Thrones. I was going to watch this anyway. I was a little behind on it. Just life is hard sometimes. Um, but I was very intrigued with it. seen the trailers. So I was like, hell yeah. And when I finally watched it, I was like, oh, okay, cool. And it was, I was telling this to Travis earlier, like when I was watching it, um, just the visual effects are still just absolutely phenomenal. Amazing. It just amazes. You're, you're just like blankly staring like, what is going on? But just like with the Game of Thrones, um, I, was, I was just watching it and they were like, oh yeah, Galadriel. Help yeah. me. Was that it? Yeah, okay. Yeah. yeah. I was like, and I was like, I was like, oh shit. It's like, is that? Oh shit. Cause you know, like, I didn't know the time frame. Like I, I didn't, I know this is a quote unquote prequel, but I'm like, where does it take place? And then it was like, oh yeah, here's Elrond. I was like, what? Yeah. And I was like, this is, and so I got like way more into it knowing that these, cause like we know that they're going to be around for a little bit. And so I was like, yeah. oh wow. So something I can relate to. And just watching, I was like, man, this is just so well done. I and I mean, like I said, nerds are gonna be nerds. I wasn't offended by anything. Mm. I did, I did like how they were telling. Like, these are the, you know, the Harfoots. Harfoots. And I was like, okay. So I thought, well, you know, I mean, I hate to say it, you know, cover your ears, people out there, but evolution is real. So I was like, oh, so are these all just gonna evolve into hobbits? Yeah. And I was like, is that is that what's happening here? Mm -hmm. But I was like, oh, this is kind of cool. And I said, I've only seen episode one. Uh, I did watch it with my girlfriend, and she was like, wow, that was a lot in the first 10 minutes. Taylor, we get it. it. Like, you have a girlfriend. Okay, I was watching it with my partner. Is that <laughs> easier? Okay, yeah. It's like my partner and I, uh, and she was like, that it was really cool. And then just the whole entire episode. I know it was long, just like any of like Lord of the Rings stuff. Um, but I was way more into this than I was House of Dragon. Of all... All, all the first three episodes. Yeah. The first one I was a little more into just because it was House of Dragon. But with this, I was very into it. And I would have watched the second one had I not known it was an hour long. And <laughs> when I was like, oh, I can't pull that off right now. And I was like, no, I can't do that. But I am very, very, very excited for this series. And just with this first episode alone, the visual effects and just me just kind of, I am not a Lord of the Rings nerd, but I do nerd out on this. It was like, I might say this first episode was an eight. I, I was very, very into it. Yeah. And probably more, I'm a little upset that it's on Fridays that's being released because that's my nappy time. And it was like, <laughs> it's hard for me to stay up late on Fridays, but I am very into this and I will definitely be watching like when it comes out. Yeah. Yeah. Travi? Uh, yeah. So I was prepared. I, I heard that they were, you know, I, I had heard all the, the toxic fan hate before it came out. And one of the last things I saw was like, guys, remember, don't even watch, not even to hate watch, like give it no. I was like, really? I'm at least going to watch it and see what I see. Um, so I was prepared to hate it because I had also seen the wheel of time by Robert Jordan. That was also produced by Amazon that I think they also sunk a, a chunk of change into. And I watched that, uh, having never read the books, I, a bunch of my friends had, re had read them and talked about Wheel of Time, and I'm like, all right, all right, all right, I'll give it a look-see. I watched it, gave it a few episodes. I mean, I watched the entire first season, but it was very CW to me. I was like, this is a CW. Uh, I mean, they, they gave it some money, but I don't like this. I don't know if it was some of the actors or the acting or just something something about Wheel of Time. There were, I, I, I'll watch the second season 
but I was not impressed with the the money they spent. It was it was a little rough. So I was expecting kind of the same. I was expecting them to show up like, hey, we got hairy feet and no money on special effects, and we're not going to we're going to do a whole lot of again like CW like Smallville. Hey, we're going to give you Superman, but he's not going to do any of the cool shit. He's not going to use his powers too much. Yeah. We're mostly going to give you romantic things near lockers, and then a villain of the week, and then oh, there was. Almost 30 seconds of superheroics in this, and then there, on you go. But I watched this uh, first episode, and I was like, holy shit. They spent some money on yeah. the screen. They spent, in the first 10 minutes, no expense. Yeah. I saw one of the first uh, flashbacks of the battle with uh, Finrod, I think, Galadriel's uh, brother, and the fell beast taking down a uh, oh, one of the uh, eagles, eagles yeah. and crashing. I was like, oh, they spent some, like, Cinema style money yeah. on these special effects. I'm like, oh yeah, oh okay. I was like, they're they're obviously going to use this sparingly, and they they did. But you can see the money on the screen yeah. and the quality of just, I guess even the cameras that they used. This this looked cinema quality. Oh yeah, I mean, it, no, it totally. looked like Peter Jackson. Yeah, yeah. I mean, hundred percent. Um, also, the um, I'm super psyched that I, I thought we were getting all new Howard Shore music score to go with it, but I guess he only did the theme song, but there's some guy named Bear McCrary who I'm not familiar with, but you said he did Battlestar Galactica, Galactica yeah. Todd? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Uh, which is excellent. Um, but yeah, so I was prepared to hate it. I got to the end of the episode. I was like, this is actually really fucking good. Or has this edible just really kicked in? <laughs> Um, it can be both. Yeah, it can be both. But then I got to, um, I'll skip ahead. Like, I was interested basically in every story that showed up. And I love the fact, I'm upset that House of the Dragon this season, their opening credit scene is just going down a family tree. Because it's just kind of, you see trickles of blood going down, and it's going to this thing, and it's going to some symbol that I don't know what the fuck it yeah. is. Mm-hmm. And then it's moving down. I'm like, okay, this is a family tree. Do I need I need some cliff notes to understand this? I, I really wish they would kind of show the map again. Even if, I guess it's mainly going to be in the Red Keep all the fucking time, whatever. Um, but it's it doesn't hop around enough. But this... Uh, their method of switching from Galadriel and then they show the map kind of like Indiana Jones and they like lift the camera, go over and then they show where the Harfoots are and then they lift it again and they've shown where Valinor is. I'm like, I have more spatial awareness of what's going on and I fucking dig it. I wish that Game of Thrones would have done that a little bit if they would have had like, you know, the sound and then move to the next spot, I'd be like, oh, okay, we're in Dragonstone now. We're like, oh, okay, this is Heron Hall. I get it. Yeah. It's because when you read one of these crazy fantasy books, in the very beginning of the page, they have the whole huge like map for you. So if somebody's talking about something, you can flip back to the front page and look again and get it fresh in your head. We're like, oh, okay, this is way the fuck over here. So the way they've done it in Lord of the Rings, I really enjoy. It rings of power. Um, the last thing I'll say uh, is that I really liked in this um, second episode, you know, you, they kind of show you the the orcs and stuff in the flashbacks at the very beginning. And you're used to it, seeing it in all the Lord of the Rings movies. What I really liked, though, in the second episode 
is that all of a sudden you see the orcs like tunneling underneath and you just see like one orc, but they make it fucking scary. Like jaws, like there's, it's like a boogeyman under your house mm-hmm. that's discovered that you're there pops out and it's just crazy. And then, you know, hijinks ensue, but they make orcs scary again. You say the word orc, you're like, okay, yeah, Legolas is going to show up yeah. and like shoot 15 in the head. <laughs> they show one in the second episode it's it's a whole different it's like jaws is in your house it's fucking badass yeah and so i got to into that episode i mean there there are things that i'm hoping happen i hope we'll see maybe tom bombadil from like the hobbit who was also not in the fucking hobbit movie that they spent three fucking <laughs> movies <laughs> to try and do and didn't even include everything like they stretched it i'm upset about the hobbit clearly but <laughs> rings of power is knocking the Hobbit out of the park. It's kicking the shit out of that. It's still not quite original Lord of the Rings level, but I am at attention. Yes, and I got a half chub. No, oh. even House of the Dragons isn't half chubbing me. And as disturbing as it is, I thought of that watching like my example, half chub. Oh, the eagle oh, getting yeah. knocked out. I was like, oh, Travis is rocking a bone, becoming oh, hard yeah. Oh, right yeah. now. <laughs> oh yeah, the orcs. Let's everything about my boner. The oh. sheet is slowly rising up. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Travis is a one-man Seattle's commercial right now. <laughs> like, he is six to midnight. Um, I enjoyed it as well. I liked it um, more than I thought. I had the same idea yeah. of like this is going to be a cash grab. It, I mean, it might look cheap. I mean, they made up a lot of money into it, but then the story is going to suck. Or it might be a decent story with like shoddy special effects that are expensive but cheap looking. But well, and, and, and sorry to interrupt, but I was like, that's kind of you know, Travis somehow he read all the pre stuff. Like that's maybe something that I I, I read more about House of Dragon than anything else, and I, for the most part, somewhat let down. I'm still gonna watch. Yeah, I didn't watch anything on this. I just watched the trailers. I didn't read anything. Like I didn't know it was supposed to go on for five seasons. Yeah, I didn't know anything, and so I kind of went in just completely blank minded and i think that might have helped yeah like if i had heard like oh yeah the cgi is really good uh, but the storyline sucks or whatever it'd be like you kind of that might alter what, what you think when you're going into it but i just went in blank and was like push play and i was like this is fucking good yeah and i was like that's <laughs> yeah and i don't know about you guys but like i remember growing up like you know i was forbidden to watch the simpsons my mom oh yeah and so it made me want to watch it more mm. when the nerd fanboys are flipping out don't watch this whatever you do it makes me want to watch it more yeah you know, yeah. it's like, no, I want to check this out because yeah. whatever these goobers are raging on, there's something here. Yeah. And so. I'm sorry. It's like, I mean, if you're upset, I mean, if you're upset about that, that makes me sad. Yeah. It's like, mm. I mean, like you're, get your shit together, dog. Yeah. Find something like, to do. Yeah. Yeah. God. It, anyway. It, it's a big world out there. But yeah, uh, this seven and a half, eight so far. Yeah. I'm digging That's it. what I was thinking. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And yeah, I dig the Howard Shore music. I love, I actually have some Barry McCurry stuff that he's done for movies and stuff. So he's, he's a good composer. What else has he done besides Battlestar? I'm trying to think the, of the, the, the remake of Battlestar, like the yeah, early the, 2000s the, the sci-fi Moore channel. Version. Yeah. So he yeah. did like the All on the Watchtower, all that stuff. Oh. Uh, well, like the, all the, the piano stuff from that. Mm-hmm. Um, he's done some other TV shows and it's so I remember seeing his name and so I went and did like a I've got a giant movie playlist of like soundtracks which incidentally uh, the movie Mailbag Pod that I did solo for Labor Day was my top 10 uh, movie soundtracks of all time Howard Shore was number 5 for Lord of the Rings Two Towers nice Ah. so yeah Oh, I would have cheated and just said Howard Shore for Lord of the Rings. And I thought about it, but then I did specific movies for everything else. So I thought I'll, I'll do that one because it's like it's kind of a cheat because they're all three of them are similar. But I mean, it's like John Williams' music, the Star Wars trilogies, they're all different in a way. 
Um, but yeah, I was like, what an achievement that was for him to be able to do that music. I mean, cause they said the movies were unfilmable for decades. Like they, you, you couldn't do it. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, it's equally difficult to do the music to the movies and have all these different characters and keep everything straight. And his stuff was so good. Yeah. So it's like, you think about those movies. I mean, every, every movie I named that list, it wouldn't have been as successful as it was. It had it not been for the music. Mm-hmm. So. Well, I, I immediately thought when I was, um, I, I saw that the soundtrack was out for Rings of Power, I started listening to it. I was like, oh, all right, sweet. And the first one was Howard Shore. And then I just kept listening and not looking back at my phone. And then I look up and I was like, Bear McCreary, what the fuck? Like, what did I get on? Is this different? And then I had to go back to it. But it was, I got the same feeling at least when the movie Superman Returns was coming out um, in 2006. And they used John Williams' score for the trailer. Mm-hmm. And then they had some of it, like a little bit in the um, in the actual score of the film, but it was uh, a different composer. It was Ryan Otley or somebody. He John was Ottman, like who was John actually, Ottman. He was Brian Singer's editor. He wasn't even like a composer. He took John Williams' score and basically edited it himself into the movie. Ew. Yeah, but he did other stuff too, and it wasn't. And it was available free on a website, and I would sit there and listen to it. It just was not the same as John Williams. I'm no. like, no. It, you know, Brian Singer would uh, um, brag that he had the most expensive movie that um, W was it WB? I guess it was Brothers, still yeah. WB had had produced back then. He was like, oh yeah, I I spent two hundred million dollars on this movie. It's the most expensive movie ever made, and it's all. I was like. You couldn't give some of that money to John Williams, yeah, and use the entire fucking score. Like, get somebody else, but like, use that fucking music. And now, I mean, God, Hans Zimmer is great, but to me, his Superman score, like, it's no John Williams. It's a like, C plus. I, I wanted, I want Superman to continue to have the same theme in every film. Like, there, there's, it doesn't get more iconic than that yeah. to me. Oh, 100 yeah. percent. You'll have to go back and listen to that mailbag because it, it was a debate of which superhero movie to put on my list. It was down to either that one or Danny Elfman's Batman. Ooh. So. Oh, uh, last thing I will say is I, I sent the guys a meme or a meme. Fuck. Whatever. Maybe. I don't know what the fuck. Uh, a factoid that was uh, the first episode of House of the Dragons got 10 million views. The first episode of Rings of Power got 25 million views. Yeah. Well, and, and this is not taking away because Lord of the Rings by far is better right now than House of Dragon. Mm-hmm. Paywall. But it wasn't, yeah, it wasn't until, tra- until you mentioned that. It's like, I forgot. It's on Amazon Prime. I think most people uh, have hundreds access. Hundreds of thousands of people have that compared to an HBO that's, what, fourteen ninety nine now? Yeah. Plus, uh, you know, people don't want their kids watching nipples and asses. And, yeah, Lord, you know, Lord of the Rings is going to be a little Red more wedding, young adult. Mature, friendly. yeah. Um, um, speak, so. for, speak for yourself, though. Jeez, oh, <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, and, but, I mean, furthermore, I would imagine neither company is going to be pissed about, like, 10 million views for your episodes. That's got to be one of the top streaming episodes. Yeah, touche. Yeah. yeah. Or, I mean, 25 is obviously what you want. That's great. Yeah. But, I, mean, <laughs> I mean, House of Dragon, that's huge, too, to be in double-digit millions mm-hmm. of streams. You know, I mean, that's – so neither company is going to be pissed about what yep. you're getting. But it's been another cinema, you know? It has been. we got Tay and Trav. Yo. Yo. Um, no Sean, John. No, Sean. Sean, uh, my understanding was he's going to be named valedictorian of his high school class, so he's yep. getting his speech ready. They went oh. back They went back and looked at all the school, and because like, he was, um, 
He was salutatorian. Salutatorian. I'm going to say subatorian. Yeah. He, yeah. he was actually that, too. He was that, yeah. So, huh. yeah. But, I mean, <laughs> I mean yeah, they're fine-tooth comb going back, looking at it, and there's like those AP classes pay off, man. He's going to have to give a speech. So. Yep. Uh, we will help. We will read at least some of that next uh, episode that he's here. Yeah. So we, yeah. I want to hear that. I want to be inspired. So, uh, but anyway, we're drinking uh, Folly the Beast Pinot Noir. It's got a big old whale tail on it. So watch episode two. You'll understand the reference a little bit more. Um, but yeah, Lord of the Rings, Rings of Power, Amazon Prime. It's good stuff. It is good stuff. My Google history has whale tails on it. Oh, me too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I feel lucky. <laughs> yeah. So. <laughs> Tell yours aren't the same. You haven't seen episode two, but I actually I think I prefer your whale tales. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but we will see you guys next time. Bye. Be sure to listen, rate, and subscribe at Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Castbox, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Our website is at cinemavino.net and reviews of these films can be found at Todd Wofford Movies.com. <laughs>